Welcome to David Cart's We Are Superman podcast, episode number 157. I am your host, Bill Stahl, and this is The Power Play. Thank you very much for listening to The Power Play. Hope you have had a great Labor Day weekend. Uh, feel for the folks up in the Northeast and uh, New Orleans, Tennessee, everybody digging out, so to speak, drying out from the uh, horrendous rain from Hurricane Ida. And uh, hopefully you folks can get back on your feet very quickly. That's been quite the tough deal. And uh, this climate change thing, man, it is it is getting tough. It just They're just getting pounded by storm after storm. Of course, out here in the West, we've been very, very dry. Um, I think we had a quarter inch of rain in the entire month of August here in in Denver. Uh, that's not good either. Fortunately, we haven't been burning, but you know, once again, we got the smoke pouring in here from the California fires. And um, one thing I'm a little concerned about is, um, yeah, I'm I'm in full preparation mode right now for the American Heroes Run, which is coming up next weekend, and the forecast is looking like it is going to be hot. So. Um, might, you know, probably 10 degrees above normal for Colorado this time of year. So, um, just what we're dealing with in the world these days. And, uh, you know, speaking of the American Heroes Run, like I say, getting excited. Uh, a lot of people are signing up. You still have an opportunity to register. One thing was we do not charge a late fee. So, uh, feel free to still jump in there and ultrasignup.com, get into the race. And, um, you know, we're, we're going to have a, a lot of, uh, a lot of great things, again, honoring first responders, military service people, and veterans, those lives lost on 9-11, uh, this being the 20th anniversary of that infamous date. And, of course, we'll be honoring David Clark. So, you know, before each of the races, we, we play the national anthem. And uh, we're going to ring the bell this year, something new, um, some a great cast uh, bell that uh, Nico Brooks, who, if you've read David's books, you know, Nico was an essential pacer for David at Badwater and elsewhere. And he um, uh, made these amazing cast bells. Uh, I, I I think they're bronze, but I, I uh, don't quote me on that. Nico could probably correct you. He'll be out at the races, I know, this weekend running himself, and uh, we're going to ring that bell. Uh, they've got a 22 on there, just like um, David's race number at Badwater that's on the cover of his book, Broken Open. And uh, we will ring the bell 22 times for David before each of the races. So we will definitely be remembering him as well. And, of course, you know the theme he put together for this race, which is patriotism without politics. So ultrasignup.com, you can sign up for the 5K, the 9.11-mile half-marathon marathon, 9-hour-and-11-minute run, 24-hours and 100-mile runs. So... Um, and of course you can always sign up and run the race virtually as well. And you'll get all the same, uh, um, uh, items that the people registering in person get, including the, uh, custom, uh, commemorative dog tags that uh, look just fantastic. Plus a finisher coin. Uh, if you finish the hundred mile or you get a belt buckle and of course there's a shirt. So, um, come on out. Uh, want to thank also base performance. They're going to be providing a lot of the, uh, nutrition at the aid station. Uh, we will have their bars and gels and drinks out there as well. So uh, very thankful to base performance for that. And uh, a couple notable people we'll have at the race uh, include uh, Jason 
uh, Romero, who won the 100-miler last year in about 20 and a half hours. If you remember, he was on a an episode of the We Are Superman podcast. Uh, Jason is legally blind, and uh, he's done some just incredible stuff, including running across the country. And um, he ran... Uh, the first three laps last year with a guide, and then after that, uh, Jason was able, uh, using some uh, flower markings he put down on the uh, perimeter of the course, was able to run the rest of the race by himself with his limited vision, and uh, finished in 20 and a half hours, winning the 100-mile race last year. So we expect Jason back. And then uh, Julia Beckley is going to be out there attempting to complete the 100 miles in her push rim chair, or wheelchair, as a lot of us know those by. Uh, Julia races in that, and she's been training a lot. Uh, this has been uh, one of her really, really big dreams. Uh, she did 40 miles of the American Heroes Run last year. And, of course, the, the, the course itself is, is really flat, uh, really conducive for uh, somebody in a chair, although there's one little rise, which to most of us doesn't seem like anything at all. But for her, she actually has to spin her chair around 180 degrees and work her way up that backwards. And um, But, I mean, she's tough as nails, and she is going to be going to tr- attempt the 100 miles, and uh, obviously we're excited to see that happening. So um, come check us out. Uh, we'd love to have you join us for the American Heroes Run in Longmont, Colorado. And um, Before I get into today's topic here, I, I do want to mention, though, the Paralympics have just wrapped up, and... Uh, you know, amazing feats. All those people, uh, you know, speaking of wheelchairs, you know, I was watching the men's basketball final yesterday between the USA and Japan. The American men won the gold medal. And, um, you know, I've seen wheelchair basketball. I, I, I knew a guy who had put together some leagues here in Colorado. But, you know, when you see these guys playing at the highest level, it's, it's really pretty remarkable how uh, how they handle playing basketball out there. It's uh, And, you know, they play in a regulation court. Even, you know, I, as I was a high school basketball coach for 25 years. And I always taught kids about, you know, when they're shooting free throws, you got to use your legs. Well, these guys are taking free throws from the standard 15-foot free throw line to a 10 foot basket. And of course they're not using their legs. So uh, really pretty amazing watching them even sink free throws out there, but uh, it was a great game. And then um, a couple of people in particular, I want to point out here. One is Tatiana McFadden, who I know is one of Julia's idols out there. One of her inspirations. Uh, she won, I think it was three medals to bring her total in the Paralympics to 20 medals. Uh, just an incredible feat. I mean, you think about how much we've celebrated people like um, Michael Phelps, for instance, or uh, uh, Katie Ledecky, you know, people like that who've won all those medals. Well, here is uh, Tatiana McFadden in um, in her wheelchair. She's a marathoner. She's won New York and Boston marathons many times and probably you know many others, but 20 Paralympic medals is pretty astounding. And then the other one I you know, I was following all along as a young man by the name of Hunter Woodall, Woodhall, who uh, he's from Kentucky, and he runs the 100 and the 400 meters. Um, he made it to the final of the 100. Uh, that's not his real specialty, but in the 400, he did manage to win the bronze medal, and he runs on two blades. So he lost his uh, lower extremities at a young age. And 
Uh, runs the 400 in about 46 seconds. If you can imagine that, that's one lap around the track. The world record for able-bodied people is, uh, I believe David Radisha still has that record, uh, 41 seconds. So you consider on a couple of blades, uh, Hunter Woodhall is running 46 seconds. It's just pretty pretty amazing, uh, very amazing when you, when you think about it. So... Uh, kudos to all the Paralympians. Uh, that's over now. And of course, we have to look forward to the Beijing Winter Olympics coming up in only about five months, which is pretty incredible. So any case, I um, wanted to talk today about uh, the, the quote I have is that I've never gone out for a run and regretted it afterward. And I absolutely, truly believe in that. I have um, many, many, many times struggled to get out the door, uh, whether it's uh, my body wasn't feeling up to it, or the weather wasn't great, or whatever it was, uh, excuses in my head why I did not want to run. If I've pushed myself out the door to run, I guarantee you 100%, I have never, ever, ever come back and said, gee, I wish I didn't do that. Um, there's always something to gain out of every run. And I was thinking about this particularly when I was on my run yesterday morning and um, what was not... Was not feeling well. Um, basically, uh, you know, I ran more miles in August than I have in four years. I ran 150 miles, which uh, may seem like a lot to some people. To a lot of other people, may not seem like much at all. Um, it really, you know, it, compared to what I've done in the past, is not a lot. But given all the injuries that I've had over the uh, recent years, uh, 150 miles is my high water mark for the last four years. And uh, you know, I think I was a little bit tired. I I did that Manitou incline last weekend, and you know, that definitely took its toll out of me. I was pretty sore the uh, couple days afterward uh, between my glutes from the uphill and then the my quads running downhill. Uh, I was a bit sore and I, I definitely kind of felt it during the runs with my uh, high school cross country team and on my own during this past week. So went out yesterday morning early uh, when it was nice and cool. It was, it was only 55 degrees. You could definitely see fall coming here. I know that may sound strange in some parts of the country, but here in Colorado, um, you know, even down here in Denver, not like, unlike, you know, like in Leadville the weekend before where it was in the thirties overnight, even down here in Denver it was in the mid fifties when I went out and ran yesterday morning. And, um, I just wasn't feeling it. I was tired in my hips. I was struggling breathing. Maybe that has to do with the air quality we've had. I don't know, but it just, it was one of those days where it was just not happening. And I struggled through, I kept thinking things were going to turn around and I kept, kept trying to push and it just didn't happen the entire run. But you know, I'm out there and I'm seeing the first signs of fall out there. Uh, strangely enough, um, you know, there are a couple leaves starting to turn. Uh, this time of year, we've got these, I don't even know what kind of flower they are. They look like yellow daisies, uh, but they, they're tall. They can grow five, six feet tall and just yellow daisies all over near the trail I was running on. Saw a lot of ducks out there. I saw a snowy egret, uh, which you wouldn't think we have in Colorado, but we have those. We even have you know, great blue herons out here. We have pelicans in Colorado for that matter. Uh, it's pretty strange. Um, saw some hawks out there, a lot of ducks. Um, just, uh, it was beautiful. You know, it was just, I was on a trail that is often uh, well used, but, um, you know, being on uh, a weekend morning or a Labor Day weekend, you know, a lot of people in Colorado just get out of town, get up to the mountains for the weekend. So it was uh, fairly quiet and um, just just appreciating the beauty out there of how, how nice it was just to be out, to be moving. And, you know, that was one reason why I was just very glad to have that run going. And But the other two is, you know, there's always progress to be made. 
And even though I wasn't moving very quickly and took some walk breaks out there, um, you know, it's progress. And, you know, everything's part of a, a process. You know, you may have goals coming up in a few weeks or a few months or maybe even a year. I mean, my current goal is the Leadville 100 in 2022. So I'm probably 350 days out from that right now. Um, hopefully I'll have some other races in between that I'll be pointing toward. But, um, but it's all part of the process. And just being out there was better than obviously being on the couch. And so, um, you know, realized it, um, you know, I, I was making forward progress despite how crappy the run felt. And again, I was looking and finding something to, you know, just enjoying nature, enjoying, you know, just out there breathing, you know, relatively fresh air, cool air anyway. And, you know, when, when I got to the end, you know, as usual, I just said, you know, I was so happy I'd done that. I never would have said, oh, geez, that was a total waste of my time or whatever. There was something to gain out there, even just, you know, the solitude of being able to kind of think through, um, you know, things I need to do for the American Heroes Run or things I need to do to take care of some of my coaching clients or whatever it is. Just that quiet time is just really valuable. But, um, you know, for whatever reason you get out and run and, you know, I've always said you need to find a why. Um, you know, those are some of my whys, you know, you're, you're, I'm out there away from my phone. Uh, you know, you know, a lot of people who, you know, post a lot of photos from when they're out running. I generally don't take my phone cause I just want to be away from it. And so, you know, I was able to take that and, and, and be, have that as part of my positive. And, and the other thing about running is that there is always an opportunity to rebound. Um, you know, just, you can have a bad mile in a race and nothing's to say that you won't, or not, in a run, I should say, and nothing's to say that things won't get better in the next mile. Um, in this particular case, uh, this morning, I went out and ran with my high school cross-country team and uh, yeah, I ran pretty hard, actually. Uh, we were on a course. We're going to be running in a race next weekend. And, uh, you know, I was out there, you know, having to keep up with those kids is tough. In fact, I, I really don't keep up with them. I, I usually see them up ahead of me and I'm just uh, kind of holding on to uh, whoever is uh, maybe dragging back a little bit. But, you know, it was a good run. Uh, again, kind of coolish morning, but I was able to get in a good workout. And really, you know, yesterday's run was totally behind me. You know, the fact that I struggled like crazy just was totally irrelevant to what today's run was all about. And of course, nothing portends what my race will be tomorrow, or my run will be tomorrow, I should say. Um, but at least today, I had a really nice run. I, I ran fast and it felt good. And so, uh, you know, the I just think that there's just something that you can accomplish in every run. Uh, you know, let's say you've gone out and it's been pouring rain or it's freezing cold. You're running in the snow. Uh, maybe you slipped and slid, slipped and slid around. Um, but whatever is you accomplish something you, uh, you know, I know even after a good downpour kind of a run, you just feel good having to have uh, at least had a small victory against mother nature. We never win the war against her, but sometimes you can win some small battles. And so, um, you know, just, I, I just see something positive that comes out of every run. And as I said, I, I, I share this with the kids I coach all the time. Oh, you know, anybody, it's a lot of times it's hard to get your butt out the door, but at the end of the day, I've never come back from a run and said that I wish I had not done that. So, um, I hope, you know, that gives you a little uplift here as you start your week and, uh, you know, maybe it's still hot where you are, or maybe you've got other, uh, weather, personal, 
uh, physical issues, whatever it is. But just know that there's always something positive to come out of a run. Uh, it's kind of like uh, you know, Ernie Banks said, hey, it's a beautiful day. Let's play too. You know, to me, it's like, it doesn't matter what kind of day it is. It could be beautiful or not. It's always a beautiful day for a run. So get out there, get the work done. Uh, do it early in the day, maybe. So uh, you don't spend your whole day dreading it if you don't feel like you're going to do it. But get out there, get excited and go out and get it done. You will come back and say that you were very glad you did it. So I hope that helps. And I uh, look forward to uh, seeing you out somewhere out on the trail. And uh, as I leave here, I just want to thank you again for listening to the We Are Superman podcast. And always, if you enjoy the podcast, I please discuss it with your friends, social media, spread the word. We'd love more people to uh, benefit from the positive word and all the uh, uplifting guests that we have out here. And just as a little preview for you, we've got some really exciting conversations coming up. Uh, I've spoke... Uh, last week with Cole Clover, the uh, face of the Leadville Trail 100, we recap the races up there the whole summer and talk about you know, Ken and Merrill Lee and everything about Leadville as that whole season has wrapped up. And uh, I also had conversations with Adrian McDonald, who was the men's winner, as well as um, Annie Hughes, who was the female winner, 23-year-old female winner of the Leadville 100. Uh, talk about just a uh, bubbly, <laughs> really fun personality. So I hope you'll enjoy those conversations in the weeks coming up. So there's your little sneak peek at what's coming up in the We Are Superman podcast. So thank you again for all your feedback. If you would like to leave a review wherever you get your podcast, please do. That helps a lot. And as always, you know, we're heading into probably a pretty scary time here in terms of the COVID-19 virus. And the more of us who can get vaccinated, the better off. Hopefully we can continue to live our lives and not have to have shut down schools. I know that's been happening. I hate wearing a mask. We all do. And so far we haven't had too much restriction here in Colorado, but I know it's getting bad around the country and it's probably going to head here as well. So uh, please get vaccinated so we can all get back to the things we like to do and live as normal a life as we can. And then until next time, always be positive.